1: You're listening to Race Day Live on Downforce UK, brought to you by Clapham North MOT, Motorsport Days Live, Stopwatch Hospitality and Trade Price Cars. Hello everybody, good morning and welcome to the BF International Circuit here in Lincolnshire and welcome to you from everybody around the circuit from the Trent Valley Kart Club organising the meeting and helping us out It is a fantastic start and a fairly balmy breezy day here for the first round of the Two-Tone Money Super 1 British Karting Championships I'm Jake Sanson, beside me here in the commentary box is Chris McCarthy and we have got a fantastic day of motor racing ahead of us Chris, it is great to see you once again buddy
2: uh, great to be here. Good morning to everyone around the circuit. Welcome to another season of the Super One British Championships. And uh, what, what a way to get us underway this morning. Senior Otax 70 drivers entered it's got to be the biggest grid we've uh, perhaps ever had in the class so three groups of qualifying to get us on the way there uh, we've already had of course some qualifying uh, yesterday afternoon uh, the rotax classes will qualify this morning before we go into racing uh, at about lunchtime starting with junior x30 uh, but yeah it's uh, brilliant to be here uh, packed grid in uh, across all the classes and uh, it's going to be fantastic racing
1: so our attention, of course, will turn, at first of all, to uh, Rotax Senior Max for ages of 16 and over, of course. Uh, on paper, there's a four-way fight for this championship, obviously, because we're looking at the uh, seeded drivers from last year, as well as the drivers who won major events last year. You've got to look at the English champion, Tommy Foster, uh, the O-plate of James Johnson, and then you have the fifth and seventh seed from last year, running, of course, as they are in carts five and seven, Charlie Turner and Morgan Rose. Those four are going to be the ones who, on paper, will have the best possible chance really of moving their way forward and having a great run but it's never guaranteed you always have to do as good a job as you possibly can right from the start there are a few other drivers who are going to be worth a look at and there's plenty of rookies on the field in this championship as well there's very nearly a 50 50 split of rookies and experienced drivers so uh, it's going to make for a very interesting campaign
2: drivers as well it's uh, it's going to be very very interesting Uh, it's pretty wide open we're not really too certain exactly who are going to be the front runners of course we have our seeded drivers of last year we've got the likes of uh, Tommy Foster as well uh, who is the uh, current English champion James Johnson who won the British Open Championship as well Clay Pigeon last year which won him a ticket to the Rotax Max Grand Finals Um, time qualifying we've got three groups uh, for that Cole Edwards Miles Apps in group one along with William Newnham Luke Oliver uh, Luke Francis, Thomas Walker, Kieran Gifford, Ethan Haynes, Tom Neill, George Holbrook, Paige Holden, Jason Lockwood, Jensen Butterfield, once a Max champion, of course, returns to the series, Travis Coyne, Luke Freestone, uh, Aaron Yeo, Michael Cheek, Liam Georgeson, uh, Jemima Hepworth, Alex Pendlebury, and then we have Dan Crankshaw, Lewis Ridd, uh, Ryan Garvey, and Ryan Luscombe as well. So... Uh, Lots of uh, good drivers in there. Mars Apps definitely one to watch as well. One Kart here might have been last year or the yes, year before, right. but uh, so he knows his way around this track very well. Kieran Gifford is a very quick driver. Used to race Kieran back in the day in their junior classes, so uh, definitely watch out for him. Jason Lockwood was pretty quick in Junior Rotax uh, last year. Uh, lots of quick drivers. I think uh, what we do have in here is lots of uh, drivers who have raced mostly at club level who have decided now we've had this change where it's cheaper to race in Super 1 this year. They've decided they're going to give it a go, and they're the ones that are going to be you know, the ones to watch out for. We know the likes of Jensen Butterfield, Mars Apps are going to be quick, but uh, there's some names in there that perhaps, you, perhaps won't jump out of the page to us, but uh, they could perhaps be the main ones to watch.
1: Well, that's the real difference in the 2018 season, this cost-cutting measure to really bring in new talent. And it really has worked. I mean, it was only a matter of weeks into the 2018 season that most of these grids were full up. I mean, it is fantastic to see the burning wealth of talent we've got here. Over 300 drivers in the paddock this weekend. And that just shows you the uh, incredible uh, draw that the British National Championships brings to these classes.
2: You know, it's the main championship. It's the one everyone wants to to win. Uh, everyone really looks forward to uh, Super One. We've been building up to it for a number of months now. Um, and I know we've had, of course, Alan Turner are doing his build-up shows and him trying to pick out some ones to watch, I think, for yeah, him was... Yeah,
1: not that Josh Rowledge was having yeah, his choices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, particularly
2: very difficult. Uh, it's it's pretty impossible to call sometimes. I'm glad that we're starting at PF International, of course. Uh, PF International is the uh, lead circuit uh, here in the UK. It's uh, hosted, of course, the CRK FIA World Championships uh, last year. So it's one of the leading circuits in the world. And uh, to start the British Championships here feels right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've uh, gone down on record of calling this place the Abu Dhabi of British karting circuits. And it's it's absolutely right in terms of the facilities, in terms of the the cleanliness of the circuit, in terms of the uh, incredible atmosphere that you get here within the paddock. It is a modern, slick, beautiful facility. Every foreign driver who comes here comes away thinking, I want to race that again.
2: The thing you get at the first round is the most drivers you'll ever get throughout the championship. You tend to sometimes get a few drivers fall off as the the championship goes on. So the first weekend usually is where you're going to get the most drivers packed into one paddock. Uh, And for that, you need a very good paddock. You need a big paddock to, to hold all of the drivers and teams that are here so uh, I think uh, it was a very good decision made by the championship to come here for the first round and of course the racing very very good round here you've got uh, this uh, first sector when we come off the Litchfield Bridge then you've got the two hairpins always a lot of overtaking going on into there. Also down at Bobby Game Corner as well. That's a chance to do some overtaking. Usually, once we're through there, the race is done and dusted. Uh, but uh, we have seen uh, races go the way all the way down to the wire. Always remember, Kart Masters. Rory Hudson pipping, uh, going from third to first out of the last corner and taking the win. But there's the green flag, Jake. We are green for. Senior Rotax, for the first time this season. Well, Senior Rotax
1: are not waiting around, unlike the uh, Senior X30 yesterday, who waited a full minute and a half of the six-minute session to get out onto the circuit. We we basically didn't need a six-minute session. We only needed four and a half, and then it was absolute pandemonium. Uh, but now the senior Rotex drivers have gone, nope, we need to get some laps in there straight off the bat, and they are not hanging around. Well, of course, they've
2: uh, just turned up this morning, essentially. They've uh, been on track for a few mm-hmm. sessions. Uh, practice one was led by uh, Miles Apps. Uh, practice two was led by Joe Tanney. Miles Apps got a 58.8. Joe Turney a 58.5, and as the track continued to get quicker. Charlie Turner, quickest in practice fr- uh, three, 58.5. Uh, practice four was uh, Tommy Foster was quickest, the English champion. A 58.44 so at the moment that is the time to beat I guess for us that is what we're going to base ourselves off we'd expect that time to uh, drop uh, in this session but uh, we've got a, a bit of a, a basis all the drivers would have looked at uh, that practice four timesheet and gone right if I can get a 58.4 on my dash then I know I'm doing pretty well so I guess that'll be a aim for them as we complete the first laps and start what will be the first real Flying laps.
1: So there's going to be an interesting spread of drivers here gunning for the victory in the first time qualifying session of this group, but because we're separated into three groups, what's really going to be interesting is who sets the ultimate fastest time, and you've also got the uh, fact that the certain drivers that they're working with in each individual qualifying could actually spell the difference between the ultimate fastest lap time and uh, being a little bit compromised, because you want to be in a group with drivers who you know and you understand and you know how to work with to get the ultimate fast lap times. You can't really rely on being a out there on your own you have to work in a train of carts and you need to get yourself nicely settled being in a group of drivers that you know and that you understand can be the best way to get that ultimate lap time
2: so i thought it's a long lap round here at pf international oh, back you know a few years ago we used to have 10 even 15 minutes qualifying sessions uh, but of course a lot of that would a lot of that time would be uh, spent in the uh, pit lane so uh, well the series organizers reduced the amount of time and now as you can see all drivers out on track straight away Uh, it looks like Jason Lockwood's just gone on his own out front at the moment and then from there on in we seem to have most drivers uh, working together so uh, jason lockwood clearly feels more comfortable out front on his own but as for everyone else uh, Miles mars apps i think that is who's placed himself very well fifth in queue coming down towards hairpin two he's got three drivers just up ahead of him to chase down so uh, the first of those being jensen butterfield so he's in a very good place at the moment and he's purple in the first sector to bring there we the go there we go and purple in the second sector Jason jason lockwood so he's proving going out on his own working quite well george uh, holbrook who was quick in practice going pretty well in fifth place there as well on the 49 uh, so we come round now the last well, corner Ethan to the second is lap. come
1: across the line first and let's see what he does goes up to the top jason lockwood 58.87. my apologies and then faster than that is miles apps and he was quickest of all in the first and
2: third sectors on that lap Jensen Birkwood. He had a look over to the right of the track, going up towards the chicane, and now he's dropped in behind Miles Apps. So uh, clearly, he's been told Miles Apps is the one to follow and that's a pretty good position to be in actually
1: he seems to have the measure of this circuit his second sector was not the fastest of all but he was only two hundredths of a second off that so apps is definitely the one to watch in this group Newnham in second place at the moment from Holbrook, Michael Cheek, Jason Lockwood uh, Luscombe, Haynes, uh, Paige Holden is there in the top ten from Kieran Gifford and rounding up the top ten at the moment is Ryan Garvey so very close stuff from them at the moment uh, it is the top 12 covered by less than a second, .84 to be precise and I have a feeling over the course of the session in the next two minutes that going to tighten up
2: oh we've got we've got a card having stopped off there on the far side see who hasn't come through the second sector i is think that?
1: that is i think that's ryan is that ryan luscombe the 99 oh,
2: mm, no and that's no. cole edwards yes yeah, cole, edwards, cole yeah. edwards
1: in the 11. so cole edwards has uh, ended his qualifying session on a 60.39
2: he's not going to be happy with that at all ethan haynes goes up Fifth place, we've had Paige Holden go up to seventh place as well. Kieran Gifford now goes up to fourth place. Kieran Gifford running round uh, on his own. We've got a yellow flag down underneath the Litchfield Bridge, so I think we've had someone go off there. That wouldn't be uh, for Cole Edwards, of course, as he's off the track. And that is someone coming round very slowly on the approach to uh, go over the bridge. Uh, not too sure who that was, but. Uh, well, Ethan
1: Haynes had a very long sector one on that lap but uh, I wonder if he got caught up in it ah the one who went off was Travis Coyne Travis Coin went off there in the 70 He's uh, he's come through a double the first sector so that's where he lost his 20 seconds
2: last laps of the session and across the line Alice Pendlebury leads this queue in towards the first couple of corners Miles Apps is going to go for a move going underneath the Litchfield Bridge currently leads the way then, 58.38 is the time to beat, so we're just beating that time we saw in practice of a 58.44 mechanical flag for the number 99 uh, which is uh, Ryan Luscombe, so uh, he's not going to be able to set a new fastest lap, but it's Abs, Newman, Holbrook, Lockwood, Gifford, Butterfield, who's uh, climbed up well then it's Cheek, Haynes, Holden and
1: Luscombe. Well, George Holbrook is the fastest in the first sector of all, having put in a 20.52 uh, that is still the ultimate fastest in the sector if Apps were able to get up there, he'd improve his lap time no end, but this is a poor first sector for Miles Abs, this is going to be only a 20.78, and he hasn't gone faster in the second sector, so Miles Abs is not going to improve from his fastest time so it's all going to come down to what the others can do in their in their sectors but nobody is really making improvements outside the top well outside the top 15 there are some but other than that it's all done and dusted apps Newnham holbrook lockwood and i'm guessing kieran gifford as well will not improve because gifford is uh, still due to come through but he's not going faster in the first and second sectors butterfield remains sixth from michael cheek ethan haynes page
2: holden and ryan luscombe Proven uh, positions where Liam Georgeson up to 14th, uh, Aaron Yeo up to 15th, and Luke Freestone up to 19th as well, but of course 19th when the uh, groups are collated could... Uh drop all the way down to uh, around 60th place but uh, Miles Apps it is then, time to beat 58.38, he's fairly comfortable there out front just under 1500s clear of the rest of the field, Newnham, Holbrook Lockwood, Gifford, Butterfield, Cheek, Haynes Holden and Luskin the top 10, fairly close overall half a second or thereabouts between the top 10 in that group some big names still to come there now for Miles Apps, Jake it's uh, a waiting game really he's just going to have to watch on in uh, time qualifying 2 and 3 to see if his time will get beat
1: and the time to beat is a 58 so we'll be keeping an eye on that to see if Miles Apps can be bettered it's not a bad lap though is it I mean he was fastest in the first in the second and third sector sorry. fastest in the first sector it was a 25-2 of George Holbrook so we'll need to keep an eye on the sort of ultimate pace that these guys are getting I'm actually going to make a note of those sector times a 25-2 for Holbrook in the first an 18.32, and then a 19.47 for miles apps in the second set and third sectors, respectfully. So it'll be interesting to see if any of these guys, particularly the two seeded drivers at the top of this group, Charlie Turner and Morgan Rose can do. So uh, we'll have a look at that. The other drivers in this group are the 19, Samuel Walker, 23, George Whitbread, 24, Dan Jones, 25, Tyler Chesterton, uh, the 26 is Lewis Brown, 27 is Tom Gini, uh, then it is the 29 of Danny Russell, uh, then we have 31, Joe Bleakley, 32 Spencer Barrow 33 is James Lingard 35 is Lewis Brown uh, Then we have the 41 of Harry Smithson 43 Matt Martin uh, 61 Jodie Newman She'll go quite well here She always does well at senior level uh, Then we have the 65 Jack Wall 66 Jack McConnell 72 James Beecroft could be one to watch in this as well He seems to have been going very well here in practice Elliot Rice the 80 84 Sam White Definitely one to keep an eye on Ben Davis the 86 Should be strong as well And then we have Kian Sang in the 89
2: this one, I said Charlie Turner, the number five, has been uh, very quick uh, so far this year. Tyler Chesterton, junior champion of last year, of course, and won that uh, pretty easily. Spencer Barrow. Uh, Ran well in Super 1 a few years ago. Good to see him back racing in Super 1. Likewise, Danny Russell was a uh, top 10 runner a few years ago. Stepped away from the championship for a few years, but is back again now with his uh, 3DR racing team. So uh, some big names in there. Sam White, as you said, up from the junior classes to race in seniors. So, uh, yeah, we've got some big names here. And uh, we have got uh, five minutes on the clock. So, uh, we will see what happens. Now, one thing I will just want to point out there, on the live timing on the TAG website, to the right of the picture where it says qualifying classification, that will show us the top ten combined as the session progresses. So, that makes our jobs a lot easier, and we'll be able to see exactly where the guys towards the front of the uh, times are placing overall in comparison to that first group. And that's definitely going to give us an
1: indication of just how long Miles Apps can hang on to this one. The thing that's going to be most exciting about this from my point of view is not only seeing who's going to get the better out of Charlie Turner and Morgan Rose but as we were talking about it just then the likes of Sam White and Tyler Chesterton this is their first major test in seniors at British level. They are going to want to be straight out of the blocks and fast going away. When you've won a championship at one class you move up to the next one you want to keep that bandwagon rolling you always want to come out of the blocks and be fast straight away so it's going to be really interesting to see what Sam White and Tyler Chesterton in particular can do against the established guard.
2: If they've done any racing most likely they would have done senior racing anyway. I think Sam White has. I don't think Tyler Chesterton has done a sort of terrible amount overseas. But uh, if they have, that's where they'll have that senior experience. Uh, but of course, this is a different test, being now back in the UK. Let's see who goes to the top early on. It's James Lingard. And so Lingard is already in the top 10, so it's yes. not a bad lap time there. That's good enough. Sixth for place. Six, <laughs>
1: sixth position in the yeah. first flying lap. That is pretty
2: impressive stuff. Turner's in that mix well, as well. Well, we did see actually that uh, a lot of drivers must have been going for a setup that would give them uh, tyre pressures that would give them quick times early on because senior OTAX tax time qualifying session one towards the end, no improvements really made. So uh, a, a lot of drivers clearly want to go quick early on. Uh, Charlie Turner has, uh, by the way, moved to the Dan Holland Racing Team which uh, makes him even more of a one to watch, in my opinion, has always ran as a privateer. Now with one of the biggest outfits in the UK, I think uh, he's going to be very, very hard to beat.
1: And that's always going to be the uh, symbol of when you step up, when you've uh, gone it alone and you've been so impressive, to then go into a, a new team. What that basically means when you go into one of the top teams as well is that you've got that fresh energy, that added bounce. Turner comes through again. And Fifty-eight, three-two. Three, yeah, gone straight to the top. Faster than
2: Apps already. That was only his second flying lap. And I've got to say, we've overlooked Ben Davis, uh, one of his teammates uh, in the eighty-six. There, Ben Davis goes third yeah. overall. He's, so uh, he's only two hundredths off the time set by Apps. So yeah, very very quick indeed. Sam White third, James Lingard fourth. Then it's Barrow, Rose, Russell, McConnell, Chesterton, uh, Lewis Brown, uh, Lewis Brown two. (laughs) Yeah, there's two. That's going to be confusing. Unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, George uh, Georgie Whitbread.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: Laundry. Ooh, a book club.
0: Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DW, Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: And then we have Kian Sang, Joe Bleakley, Tom Gini, Samuel Walker, uh, Elliot Rice, Dan Jones, Matt Martin, Jody Newman, Jack Bull, Harry Smithson, Uh, James Beecroft, uh, we haven't seen at the moment, so uh, DNS at the moment. Yeah,
1: I wonder if Beecroft has had some technical difficulties left over from the practice session because uh, he hasn't even emerged from the pits as yet.
2: James Beecroft in Rotax one hundred and seventy-seven, but oh, well, Well, possibly.
1: (laughs) Maybe he's doing both classes. I
2: know that Joe Turney's on double G this weekend. Yes, he is. Yeah.
1: So uh, Charlie Turner again on a twenty-five-two now. So uh, that's for the first sector,
2: the fastest of all. Right, so let's, uh, one thing I do want to mention is a lot of these guys now into the top ten. This clearly, uh, clearly the quicker session of the two groups so far. Charlie Turnis, it's first overall. Ben Davis, third overall. Sam White, fifth overall. Then it's McConnell, seventh overall. Uh, Barrow and Russell, ninth and tenth. That's still with another group to come, of course, but uh, those guys looking in a good position so far. And this is going to be to
1: see what the ultimate fastest pace is. Fastest in the first and third sectors now is Sam White. He's just on a 24-9 for the first split. Very impressive stuff. He's still five hundredths of a second off the best in the second split. That is set by Charlie Turner but Turner's not quite on that pace now either as we head into the final minute of this group. Turner, Davis, White, McConnell. Barrow is fifth from Russell, Lingard, Rose, Chesterton and Brown. Oh, up to the top ten comes Kian Tsang. So Tsang has got himself a fifty-eight-eight-one there. That is twelve hundredths faster than Chesterton in the top ten with the first of the Lewis Browns, the number 26 for the reference. Uh, Chesterton now breaks into the top ten in ninth place and the Number 26 Lewis Brown breaks into 10th position. The 35 Lewis Brown, for those interested, th- is there in 13. That's th- going to get confusing. I think
2: one of them is going to have to be Brown and the other Lewis Brown. Um, <laughs> by the way, Sam White's gone up to fourth place overall with that last time he did. Stay third in this group, but uh, irrelevant really. Fourth place overall is what he'll be more focused on. So Turner, first overall. Davis, third overall. Then it's White, fourth overall. McConnell, seventh overall. Uh, Barrow and Russell, ninth and tenth. McConnell, a name not hugely familiar to me but this is what we were talking about those club drivers who have come to super one perhaps the uh, ones to watch and here we go across the line jake to complete the session No improvements for anybody
1: in the top five. So Turner, Davis, White, McConnell, Barrow remains as was. Danny Russell remains sixth from Lingard, Rose. Chesterton and Brown should still be there in ninth and tenth. Got a good start for both White and Chesterton, though, in the top ten and within four-tenths of a second of Turner's best time. That is exactly how they wanted to start their senior Rotax careers because you want to be right at the front at the first hurdle and to be within half a second of Charlie Turner, who was obviously one of the top five last year. Here. That's a great start to senior Rotax from
2: their point of view. I think the only driver improving on that last lap, where well we had uh, Dan Jones, Jody Newman, were the only uh, improvers. That might mean you know we've got drivers here that uh, i was speaking to a couple of the senior Rotax drivers this morning. Some of them aren't really familiar with the circuit and haven't done a lot of racing. I think we've got to remember this is only their third time I think on circuit. So a lot of those drivers will be improving at the end of the session because perhaps they're still learning the track. They may have tried a completely new setup for this session. Uh, of course, drivers towards the front who are more experienced, maybe uh, they haven't had to uh, do as much prep. But uh, So it's uh, unsurprising to see some go- some of the drivers down the field there, improving on that last lap. But uh, we now know our top 10 overall going into the third session, which is uh, Charlie Turner uh, with a 58.32, Apps with a 58.38, uh, Ben Davis with a 58.4, then it's Sam White, 58.48, uh, Noonan with a 58.52, uh, Holbrook with a 58.56, McColl a 58, Lockwood a 60, a 6-1 for Barrow, 6-6 for Russell here we go for the last session
1: and it's going to be an interesting one because we've got the english champion and the british open champion leading them out foster and johnson uh, then it's harry canham in the 15 22 sam baker 36 peter jeans 38 is uh, tom edmonds 42 taylor adams 47 alexander baker uh, 48 is ben donkin 54 is luke wooder a very talented racer is luke wooder uh, 56, Mark Ross. 57, Jason Coughlin. 63, Reese Hunter will be an interesting one in this group as well. 64, Alexander Kirkwood. 69, Daniel Devereaux. Is it that Daniel Devereux? Is it the one I'm thinking of? Goodness me, that's uh, going back to the Lewis Hamilton days if it's the same one. Anyway, 71, Rob Ellis. 78, Jack Tritton. 79, Joe Turney. 81, Harriet Styles, Then 85 is Daniel Yowd. From 87, Matt Jones. 92, Bradley Barrett. And 93, Tom Darcy. If that is the same Daniel Devereux I'm thinking of, I watched him when I was in my teens, uh, Daniel Devereux. And it's uh, going to be very interesting to see how
2: he can cope with the current grid. As we've seen uh, a lot of the road tax drivers coming from. Uh, Tommy Foster, by the way, unbeaten since he's gone into senior Rotax. Uh, Since he did the Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals at the end of last year, performed so well out there, was really unlucky not to get the podium or win he deserved, but he's been unbeaten since he stepped into this class, that's including a result here last weekend. James Johnson, British Open champion at Clay Pigeon uh, last year, so definitely one to watch. Luke Wooder raced in the Mini Max class and I think even the Junior Max class. In Super One as well, when Dave Wooder was racing in it, uh, and he was always very quick, particularly in Mini Max. reese Hunter, we know, top three in the championship, wasn't it last year in Junior Max, and was in the top ten at the Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals. Uh, Joe Turney, well, we know he's going to be quick. Of course, he's a former champion in Super One. Two years ago, he was the Junior Champion and the BNL Karting Series Champion as well so we know he's going to be quick likewise bradley barrett very quick in junior rotax last year went out into went out into the grand finals did really well out there he's got a lot of european racing experience Uh, bradley barrett has looked very quick at the club meetings leading up to this event so uh, i wouldn't be surprised to see him challenging for pole position Perhaps this is the strongest group overall. I've, I've got to say there's some big names in this one. Uh, and at the front, you can just see them lining up. This could be what we see in the final, Jake, come Sunday. Yeah, we've this is got a preview, isn't it? We've got Johnson, <laughs> Foster, Barrett, Turney. wouldn't be surprised if that was going into the
1: final on Sunday afternoon I'm going to be very very uh, it's going to be a very surprising one but at the same time uh, it's completely expected. Uh, Turney has drawn first blood in the qualifying session and has gone straight into the top six already Foster 10th Well, there you go. That's only the first flying lap, and that gives you an indication of just how fast these guys are going to be from this group. Turney, Foster, Reese, Hunter in third. Good start from him. Barrett, Wooder, James Johnson, the O-plate then. Ross, Darcy, Edmonds, and Yowd at the moment. Here comes the second flying lap. Barrett pops straight up with a 58.53. Joe Turney responds with a 58.33, and that is second already. A
2: hundredth off of Charlie Turner. Wow. Yeah, surely this is the lap where Joe Turney takes position overall he comes off the Litchfield Bridge he's got uh, the likes of Bradley Barrett in his sights so in this session we've got Joe Turney second overall Bradley Barrett seventh overall he's third in queue heading down towards that second hairpin and leading the way Tommy Foster eighth overall perhaps if he was chasing rather than leading he may be in the top five but uh, that's uh, down to him whether he wants to uh, drop in behind the likes of uh, James Johnson and Bradley Barrett, your top 10 in this session, Tony Barrett, Foster, Hunter, Johnson, Yowd, Ellis, Wooder, Darcy and Kirkwood.
1: I was interested to talk to Joe Turney yesterday after his uh, uh, qualifying session yesterday. He was not happy with the way his pace was going in the other class. He was about seven-tenths away from pole position. This is going to give him so much of a burst of confidence as he now goes ultimate fastest, 58.26, with a personal best of all in the second split. So that puts him two-tenths of a second clear of Hunter alone in that session. That is absolutely incredible. Where has he found that extra two-tenths of a second from?
2: those top three i think it is he's uh, not exactly getting a toe as such but uh, you can see he's closing them down every sector he's getting a lot more confident he loves the rotax classes he prefers the rotax classes to the x30 classes does joe Turney, and uh, as we said a former champion a former british champion a former bnl karting series champion Uh, Could have almost been a world champion had he had a bit more luck out at Sarno a couple of years ago. But uh, Joe Turney loves this class. I think it's showing overall pole position. Reese Hunter, fifth overall. Foster, seventh overall. Barrett, ninth overall. All of those guys would be really pleased with that given they're 70 on the grid. Absolutely. Well, interestingly, Joe
1: Turney is the fastest of all in all three sectors. But because there's a spread of different laps that he's done, he's not actually gone as fast as he physically can. So the ideal lap time is actually still all of Joe Turney's best sectors put together. A two but his, his best is a 58.2.6. So Turney could actually string this all together.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. Up, that is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, Void prohibited by loss, See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Uh, and come up with an
1: even faster lap. So he's two tenths clear of Hunter. Uh he's actually uh six hundredths of a second faster than Charlie Turner overall but he's got more time in him he could find it so he is starting his weekend in the best possible way there's more speed within him but he hasn't shown all of it yet so Turney could still bring out his best over the course of the weekend
2: Guys, together, it's going to be very, very interesting, isn't it? Because Turner, Apps, Davis, currently rounding out the top four. Of course, not in this session. So uh, when we put all these guys together, it's going to be very interesting. There's the flag. flag. Are we going to see any improvements? Well, this is
1: their last chance. I'm not seeing anything from the top ten at the moment. I think it's all going to remain as was. Uh, Joe Turney's time of a 58.26 remains unbeaten. If there's going to be any improvements, it's going to be down the lower end of the field. So the top ten is going to remain the same. Turney, Hunter, Foster, Barrett, Johnson wooder yowd Edmonds, baker and ellis from daniel Devereaux into 11th then tom darcy kirkwood ross styles coughlin tritton donkin matt jones peter jeans comes up to 20th right at the bitter end and then it's taylor adams harry canham and alexander baker and what that means in the ultimate top 10 is that it's Turney from turner apps davis hunter white foster Newnham barrett and holbrook and all 10 of them are separated by
2: three tenths of a second senior rotax max 2018 bring it on Good season, perhaps one of the best senior attack seasons we are ever going to see in Super One. I was asking uh, some and Ian when was the last time we saw C finals in Super One and they couldn't actually remember. It was that long ago, so it's, it's been a uh, while, isn't it's, it? Put it this way: it's been a very, very long time since we've uh, had both A, B, and C finals in Super One. And uh, considering where we were with Senior Rotax last year, to uh, come back and see 70 drivers on the grid is uh, absolutely fantastic. And you've got to give a lot of credit to Jag for uh, their hard work over the winter for getting uh, this sorted and also to the Super 1 organisers for uh, making changes that the uh, senior Rotax drivers wanted. Uh, Not just senior Rotax, all the Rotax drivers, because we have got Rotax 177 out next. They listened to what the... uh, Drivers wanted, they made the changes, and it's uh, brought in the big grids. But, uh, well, there you go. Senior Otax finished. Top ten overall, Joe Turney, Charlie Turnup, Miles Apps, Ben Davis, Reese Hunter, Sam White, Tommy Foster, uh, Newnham, and then we have Barrett and Holbrook. That's, of course, all before we go through uh, the scrutineering and uh, post-qualifying checks. But uh, if everything's uh, okay, then that will be our top ten as uh, we now turn... Our attention, Jake, to Rotax 177. And again, brilliant uh, entry list for this, 27 uh, on the grid in Rotax 177.
1: What's that old saying? Good things come to those who wait. It's been ages since we've had C-Finals and that's what we're getting in 2018. It is fantastic to see such an amazing outcrop of uh, entries in each of the individual classes as well. Most of them are very, very well represented indeed. And even sort of X30 Mini that we saw yesterday, it's one of the newer classes to the championship. And we still had 12 very strong entries from that class. So it's going to be a very strong season in pretty much every of the classes this year. But yes, we've got uh, some really exciting drivers to come through in in the uh, Rotax 177. It is one of my favourite classes of all, of course. Uh, Danny Russell, Lucas Vals... Oh, sorry, my apologies. We're looking at uh, one of the different uh, entry lists there. Lucas Vals, uh, then it is the Oplate, uh, Joe Pifner... Uh, Chris Thomas, reigning champion of course, James Beecroft, Alexander Luck, Marcus Basley, uh, Louis Large, Chris Sawyer, Dan Milner, Tim Darlow, James Moorcroft, Paul Warriner, Oliver Smith, Tony Dickinson, Jamie Zyra, uh, Ian Branfield, Kevin Ford, Charlie Wally, uh, Chris Wright, Jason Wilson, Alex Rowley, Adam Sadler, Daniel Martin, Colin Davis, Darren Wally, Ross Meekin and Gary Anderson. That is genuinely the cream of the crop in Rotax 177. It's great that we have a capacity grid for this we've always seen spectacular racing at the front of it even when numbers have been poor it's been a magnificent race to watch but in 2018 it's back to where it
2: should be yeah, said looks- first name that done a lot of racing in uh, gearbox recently over the last couple of years but good to see him in super one doing some uh, Rotax tax 177 joe piffner british open champion Definitely going to be a uh, title contender. Chris Thomas, here to defend his championship, wants to go out to uh, Brazil for the Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals. I think that's what they're all going to be chasing. James Beecroft, the uh, vice champion of last year. And then we have Alexander Luck and Marcus Basley, fourth and fifth last year. Them alone are big names. Jamie Zyra, good to see him racing in Super 1 again after a few years out that's for sure but uh, good to have him back Uh, Alex Rowley down there as well with his new uh, air motorsport team Adam Sadler has looked uh, pretty quick leading up to uh, this at uh, tracks like Wilton Mill a lot of guys coming from Forest Edge of course Rotax 177 has been huge down there in recent years and uh, has been one of the main reasons why this class has got big again. But uh, great to have 27 with us uh, on the grid. Let's hope it stays like that throughout the season. Hopefully we even get a few more involved as we travel around the country to different circuits. Uh, Let's look at what happened in practice then, Jake. Practice one. Results. Uh, I don't know why it says Danny Russell was at the top because, well, he's in senior OTAX, of course. (laughs) But, uh, well, practice one Lucas Force quickest 59.71 from Louis Large and Chris Wright. And practice two, it was uh, uh, d- Danny Russell again, apparently, but uh, it was Louis Large, Lucas Force, James Beecroft, your top three. Well, was Danny Russell in that, five, Perhaps. Is uh, uh, Danny
1: d- Russell in that list of participants? I'm not sure if no, was he was the he,
2: he, he is. No, he is. He is in Senior Rotax, of course. Oh, of but, course uh, he is, yeah. yes,
1: Senior Rotax. So that's uh, a leftover from that. I'm not sure what the timing screen well, is doing at
2: the moment. But at least he was quickest in some. Yes, he was, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he won't like me saying that.
1: <laughs> Honestly, the bad to starts early. Okay, so we've got the uh, Rotax Max 177 class. For those who are visiting Super 1 or listening to Super 1 for the first time via Downforce Radio, of course, here all through the course of the weekend, uh, this is one of the more spectacular uh, circuit ch- championships to uh, start from the get-go, and that's because... This is one of only two classes this weekend with the standing start for races. Interestingly, though, the other main talking point coming into this one is Chris Thomas, reigning champion, only 15th in first practice, 17th in second practice. Where is that pace, Chris? Where could he find it?
2: Something very obvious, you know, that he he wasn't exactly chasing a quick time. Uh, Perhaps, you know, he hasn't been here for a while and uh, is just finding his feet once again. Uh, Who knows? They've had two sessions to uh, get themselves up to speed. Some drivers may have some local track knowledge. That's going to really help them early on. But as the weekend progresses, then uh, perhaps we will see things changing. Of course, in any circumstance, you would not expect to see Chris Thomas uh, that far down the field. But... uh, saw him earlier and he didn't look uh, particularly disappointed about anything. So uh, uh, who knows, maybe uh, he has been waiting for this qualifying session and things are going to change. But uh, he's not the only one that's been struggling. Joe Piffner has not had the best of uh, practices, Uh, neither Alexander Luck or Marcus Basley. But in practice too, both of those guys, I think it's fair to say out of position, But uh, Alexander Luck was uh, pretty quick in the first session. James Beecroft has looked quick. Lucas Voss, Louis Large both looking really, really quick in practice. So we're looking at the seeded drivers like they should be the ones to watch, but... With 27 on the grid, we're going to have a lot of drivers who perhaps could have had those numbers on their carts had they done the championship last year. So, who knows? You know, I I think it's uh, unfair on the likes of Lucas to say look they shouldn't be the favourites because they are quick drivers. Um, It's just that they haven't done the championship and got the uh, seeded plates like we like Chris Thomas, uh, Marcus Basley, Alexander Luck. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's perhaps the case. Who knows? We will find out as we go into uh, qualifying.
1: This could be one of the most open championships in the 2018 Super One Series paddock because we've got at least seven drivers for my money that could walk away with this championship.
2: In obviously at Wilton Mill this year, watching Rotax 177, and it's been chaos in the racing. <laughs> they might well, not surprise. They may, you know, some of them may be the oldest drivers in the paddock, but. Uh, it has been absolute carnage sometime so uh, yeah this could this could be very very interesting
1: so uh, as I said for my money we've got at least seven drivers who could all be the national champion at the end of the year Fifner, Thomas Beecroft Luck Basley Vals has definitely got to be compi- uh, considered within that there's maybe two or three others who you definitely have to consider could be in there Louis Large is in that mix as well
0: hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Jumba Casino. coincidence I think not everybody's loving having That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Jason Wilson, of course, has to be considered. And as I say that, he goes second in behind James Beecroft. So Beecroft, uh, for the first lap around the circuit, this is not the first major flying lap, of course, because they've got to familiarize themselves with the circuit. However, we can get an indication via the second and third sectors, of course. And uh, the leaders are all going to be sub-20 in both the second and third splits. So uh, that's going to make things particularly entertaining. Fastest first sector comes from Louis Large on a 2107 that will get faster as the session progresses. I think we'll go sub 21 in that first split. But as we were talking about, this is one of only two classes in the Super 1 series brigade where they have standing starts. And from a spectator's point of view, I know whenever the Rotax Max 177s come out, there'll be a lot of drivers who will not necessarily watch some of the starts here, but when the Rotax 177 come out, they want to watch it because it is a magnificent sight.
2: A kind of surprised that they went for the standing starts. Uh, I think Pf International is a pretty good place to do a rolling start. But uh, very true. Uh, it's down to the drivers, I guess. If that's what they want, then uh, that is what the uh, is organisers will isn't it? I guess so. Uh, it's not not as quick, but uh, it's um, keeps the race nice and clean, I guess, towards uh, the first couple of corners. One thing a standing start can do, though, is if you get it wrong off the start, you get it very wrong, and you can lose about nine or ten positions sometimes so uh you do run that risk but as you said also it can be uh once they do get up to speed as they hit that f- first corner sometimes it can get pretty interesting but, yeah uh,
1: the, well the only other class of course over the course of the weekend that does still have standing starts being honda cadet and yes. uh, that makes things particularly oh, yeah. entertaining
2: yeah yeah you gotta you gotta love honda cadets doing <laughs> their standing starts uh, always uh, very interesting right uh,
1: first flying laps have come through
2: yes and we have two sub 60s already vows
1: is fastest in both the first and third splits uh louis large is second from beecroft zyra straight on the ball in fourth place oliver smith chris wright chris thomas and alexander luck the third lap's being completed now a 59 from large but chris wright goes to the top on a
2: 59 he's fast out the blocks this year yeah. What, Rotax 177 is going to be one of those classes. Uh, not every name is going to be one of those that uh, everyone's going to be familiar with. But Chris Wright uh, having a good start to his season so far. Quickest overall, 59.45. Lee Large has been quick leading up to the championship. He's second. Then it's Alexander Luck, Chris Thomas, right when he needs to be quick. There you go. Fourth place, James Beecroft fifth, Oliver Smith sixth, Lucas Voss seventh. Then it's uh, Colin Davis In eighth place, Daniel Martin in ninth. Jason Wilson in tenth place. Not too sure what's happened uh, to the uh, number 15 of Chris Sawyer, but he hasn't actually come out of the pits yet. Yeah, no, Sawyer out at the moment. And Ian Branfield, I think, has come into the pits, so uh, that's a shame for those two. Uh, Apart from that, well, Marcus Basley down the the field. Uh, Joe Piffner, likewise, needs to move forward from 17th. Jamie Zirel was once quickest, is now 14th, so. Wide open as we were talking about, and we have a new driver at the top. Yep, Oliver Smith has gone fastest of all
1: on a fifty nine three three not fastest of all in any of the three splits, interestingly, but he, what he has been able to do is get the combination of sectors together to pull out the ultimate fast lap. 0.11 one, one faster than Louis Large. Uh, Chris Wright is a further hundredth back. Alexander Luck is only two hundredths further back. That is less than 0.15 of a second, covering four drivers. Then it's Chris Thomas back into the top five. James Beecroft, Lucas Vaux, Colin Davis, Adam Sadler, and Joe Piffner back into the top ten again, so that's him making the progress he needs to. Martin Wilson, Moorcroft, Wally Zyra, who was up in the top two at one point Anderson 16th then Rowley Dickinson Basley a long way down in 19th uh, then Darren Wally in front of Meekin, Warrener, Milner, Darlow Ford, Branfield and of course we've not had a time from Chris Sawyer and we're not likely to now either because we're into the final minute and he hasn't set any laps at all Louis Large comes across the line a 59.35. he's so close to that top line two hundredths of a second off the fastest time by Oliver Smith look at that six hundredths now for Chris Thomas this is
2: so close 14 between the top five we did say it's going to be a pretty wide open class in the uh, 177 drivers making us uh, making our predictions are very good at the moment as uh, drivers make their way down towards that first hairpin for the last time Smith Lodge right luck Beecroft isn't too far behind in sixth and it's Moorcroft Voss Davis Joe Piffner starting to move up the order now is up to 10th uh, place they are All uh, fairly close together here going up towards that uh, chicane. So uh, I think a lot of drivers are going to be slowing themselves down on this last lap. But uh, I saw uh, Piffner there in a pretty good position. He may try and break into the top ten. But Jake, there goes the flag. Rotax 177 qualifying, coming to an end.
1: This is going to be a close one. It's a fine line between tough and crazy. And at the top of the table, they're flirting with it right now. Smith across the line large is still in second for the moment can he displace him no he cannot so large remains second will thomas remain third yes he does so it's still going to be 0.14 covering the top five but smith is the one who draws first blood oliver smith rookie in the class uh, louis large also likewise second position from the uh, reigning champion chris thomas in third chris wright alexander luck then beecroft moorcroft vals down in eighth position, he won't be happy with that. Uh, Davis in ninth, and Joe Pfiffner, the Open champion, in tenth place. From Martin Sadler, Wilson Anderson, Charlie Wally, Zyra Rowley, Dickinson, Darren Wally, Basley, 20th position. That is not the way he wanted to start his qualifying campaign for the season. Ross Meekin, Paul Warren, Tim Darlow, Dan Milner, Kevin Ford, and Ian Branfield with Sawyer yet to lap.
2: Guys, oh, going into the heat, so, but uh, Oliver Smith, as you've said, just about taking pole position there season couldn't have got off to a better start to uh, what two hundredths of a second it was in the end wasn't it head of uh, Louis Large with Chris Thomas a further four hundredths of a second back in third place Chris Wright and Alexander Luck making it fourteen hundredths between the top five very very close between the top five in Rotax 177 in particular and then from Beecroft in sixth back to uh, I'd say Tony Dickinson in 18th place, not a lot six between tenths them, of six a tenths second. of a second. So yeah, it's uh, a very very open class this one, and uh, I think we're going to see a lot of drivers uh, moving through the order towards the back of the field there. Think, yeah, uh, some drivers out of position uh, at the front though. We've got five drivers who could win the first heat later on. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Rotax 177 uh, this season. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to say that much in recent years, but uh, I think it's fair to say Rotax 177 this year, we've got a good entry list, a good grid, and I think we have some good racing ahead of us as well.
1: Yeah, 18 carts covered by less than a second. That is not bad going, is it? If I were you, um, Chris, just a technical note, I think you might need to switch your microphone on about a second or so before you start talking. Uh, good old-fashioned dirt uh, technology. Your, your first oh. couple of words are missing uh, from time to time. So oh, well,
2: that's... Uh, and I don't want that. I, I want everything you, you say. I think I'm only doing everyone around the paddock <laughs> a favour. A don't be silly. We anyway,
1: uh, so uh, we've got a few minutes now before uh, we crack on with the Next session, which is the Mini Max, uh, which is at 11:25. So we've got about uh, six minutes or so before that session gets underway. A quick pause, I think, to catch our breath because it's uh, very exciting stuff in the Rotax 177s. First blood, though, to Oliver Smith in front of Louis Large and Chris Thomas. Reigning champion is going to have some hard work to deal with those rookies this year. But 18 carts in Rotax Max 177 at the top, covered by less than a second. Game on for 2018.
0: Hi I'm Tom Ingram and you're listening to Downforce Radio Hi I'm Jacques Villeneuve, you're listening to Downforce Radio Hi I'm Bruno Senna, you're listening to Downforce Radio Hi I'm Chris Hoy and you're listening to Downforce Radio
2: Hi I'm Landon Norris and you're listening to Downforce Radio
0: With 30 years of racing experience, Cato Motorsport regularly takes young racers to the top step of the podium at Super 1, LzM Rotax Cup, Kartmasters and at karting clubs around the country we provide race team services, driver training, car preparation, awning space and more. Plus our drivers have gone on to race at the top level of British Motorsport thanks to our tuition and guidance. So what are you waiting for? Head to Motorsport.co.uk and join the success at KMS.
1: Sharma provides a wide range of logistics solutions to cater for all your needs, from a two-man white-glove home delivery to a full load covering the UK and Ireland. We have over 20 years' experience in the logistics industry and maintain a large fleet of fully-tracked vehicles and pride ourselves on our punctuality in delivering your consignment to its destination. So, whatever your delivery needs, call us now on 01652 638 317 or find us online at sharmalogistics.co.uk Sharma Logistics. We can make it happen.
2: For engine tuning building you can trust, Shock's Performance can get you to
0: victory lane. We are British and Scottish champions, and we're always pushing to be better. We offer dyno facilities, engine tuning, ignition testing, reboring, machining, honing, carb rebuilds, you name it. We've got you covered
2: With years of expertise on Rotax, Coma, WTP, TKM and Formula Blue We're the team for you Head to shocksperformance.co.uk
0: today Hi, I'm Tom Ingram and you're listening to Downforce Radio Hi, I'm Jack Villeneuve, you're listening to Downforce Radio Hi, I'm Bruno Senna. you're listening to Downforce Radio Hi, I'm Chris Hoy and you're listening to Downforce Radio
2: Hi, I'm Landon Norris and you're listening to Downforce Radio
1: You're listening to Race Day Live on Downforce UK, brought to you by Clapham North MOT, Motorsport Days Live, Stopwatch Hospitality and Trade Price Cars. So we've got a couple of minutes now before the Max qualifying session, fortunately folks for everybody listening here around the circuit at PF International and uh, at home via Downforce UK do not worry, you have only got two more qualifying sessions before racing begins and then it will be races all the way, a total of 23, yes 23 races over the course of today, bring it on, I absolutely love an entire day of non-stop flat out and there's 45 races over the course of the entire weekend because we've got four rep Pichages tomorrow, uh, which is going to be an interesting one for a C final yes, a C final for uh, Senior Rotax tomorrow, followed by the Junior X30 and Honda Cadets Repichages, and then we have the B final for Senior Rotax. It's going to be really really cool over the course of the next uh, 48 hours or so, 45 races to come, just two more qualifying sessions, and then we're into the business end of the action. Minimax uh, and Junior Rotax are the only two classes now we have yet to see out on circuit, and in Minimax in particular uh, this year could be quite an interesting one. We've got a lot of new faces, all gunning for that top spot. None of the seeded drivers are back, which means that it's kind of open season for everybody else. And uh, I have a, a feeling it's going to be unpredictable this year. There's 14 very talented drivers here for this first round. Nobody's really too sure who's going to be the first of the out of the uh, out of the mix. Chris, could you put a name on it?
2: Uh, it's. I mean, there, I think there's a lot of drivers in there, brand new to Super One, and uh, you know. I remember being brand new to Super 1, it's a lot to get used to. It's uh, the whole timetable of the event, it's uh, the atmosphere as well. You know, you're know, you amongst the best drivers in the country, some of the best in Europe, if not the world. And uh, it, it's that to take in at first, then you've got the whole qualifying, the, the heats format, at the two finals as well. Long races come Sunday. Um, for a lot of these drivers, they're going to be completely brand new to uh, all of this. Perhaps a lot of them having just raced at club level uh, for a long time, and now it, it, this is going to be a very—it's a very competitive grid, I think. Uh, but a uh, lot of new faces. So uh, how do we call it? I think that we we only look back at practice to see uh, who was quickest. Uh, Marcus Littlewood always very always goes very well in this class, particularly over at. Uh, Uh, The likes of uh, Wilton Mill has been winning everything there. And he was second in the first session and quickest uh, in the the second session. Uh, Max Edmondson, quickest in the opening session and second in the second session. So uh, straight away, you'd say those two looking very, very close. The two uh, privateers, Uh, Miles Barthorpe, has... uh, the Coles Racing driver was third in the second uh, practice session and third in the first practice session. So those three at the moment, the uh, top three in practice, but all of this could change going in towards uh, qualifying. As I said, 14 drivers on the grid, which is uh, very positive. That's probably over double what we had last season, which is great to see. Uh, And Getting new faces into the championship is always good because Going forward, these guys could be fighting for a Junior Max title in, let's say, two, three years' time. So, uh, at the moment, they're preparing themselves by going into the Mini Max class. They're going to be fighting for the championship, some of them having perhaps just come out of uh, IAMI Cadet or uh, Honda Cadet. So, some of them may be fresh to the class. I know the likes of Marcus Littlewood is experienced in the class. Uh, He'll be looking to go and win the title this season. Uh, But uh, some of the drivers here may have fought for club, uh, titles but fighting for a British title is a lot different.
1: And you uh, unlike me Chris obviously have a, a prior experience of racing in this paddock for the first time. What goes through your head over the course of a weekend like this when you know you've obviously got your own ability as a driver to come back on but when you're up against this minefield of unknowns I mean, what goes through your head? I mean, you've got to perform right from the word go, and you have to bring it out of yourself. What goes through your head well, through all that?
2: I mean, the first thing to get used to is, qu- oh, and Little- Marcus Littlewood there's had a spin going into the second...
1: What? Well, um, very th- interesting, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: going in towards the second hairpin.
1: And he's struggling to get out. He's and he's, struggling,
2: he's struggling to get out, so he's going to have to get out of the car. And uh, well, what's going to be going through his head now is... Uh, a lot of panic to try and get back on the circuit that is a
1: very high profile error having been uh, fastest and second in the two practice sessions this is a big problem for uh, marcus littlewood but what he has to do is get back in the cart
2: take breaths get on with it i'd say wait for the rest of the pack to catch him back up drop back into where he was going to do which looked as if he was originally going to try and follow max edmondson but i'd say the first thing is get used to Getting used to qualifying. Uh, if you if you haven't raced with the majority of these drivers before, who do you follow? Who don't you follow? Do you try and follow someone? Do you go on your own? It's something very hard to get used to. Um, I was never the best of qualifiers. I, I only really had two or three qualifying performances that were particularly good. Um, so definitely that's the first thing you've got to get used to and then it's the racing during a race at club level if you know all the drivers you'll know the ones who you're going to overtake the ones you're going to work with the ones oh if you get overtaken i'll follow uh, him or her so i think it's all of that to try and get used to you need to try and uh, get get an eye for your competitors uh, the ones that you are going to be up against whether that's for first fifth Tenth place, and uh, and take it from there, round by round. I think is the best way to go about it, and just try and improve as the season goes on.
1: Well, drivers are now completing their first flying lap. It's going to be Max Edmondson who comes across the line first, and he's done it in a 63.92. Miles Barthop immediately goes quicker. Brody Trehorn is in third position. Alexander Hughes comes up to P4 now from Sam Gornell, Charlie Knight, Sean Cuss, Callum Wyzen, uh, Ellis Paleo, uh, the Polish racer Maciej Hamera. Then it is Archie Kitching, Jack Finch. Jed Murphy, Marcus Littlewood, Archie Kitchen goes up to third place. Finch pops himself up into the top ten. What is Littlewood going to do on his first flying lap? Because as you said, he's out there on his own. If you look at his uh, livery when he comes past, Chris, he's got an amazing Senna tribute
2: it's, car. It's the spirit of Senna it's team. the
1: spirit of Senna team and yeah. it looks absolutely superb. He's in seventh place already, so uh, he's a second off the pace. So I think you might be right. He needs to
2: uh, ultimately get himself I, into a position to challenge with the draft. I mean, but, but then again, it's this? Probably his first time qualifying at Super 1, perhaps one of his first times qualifying ever, Uh, might not be used to this experience. Uh, If it were me, I would try, And and, but I mean I'm talking now as a commentator having watched a lot of qualifying sessions, I'd drop in behind uh, the likes of Max Edmondson, but uh, how do you tell... Marcus, little with that. If you're uh, from the side of the track, you know it's uh with the world's best hand signals, as we all know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely have no idea what some of these hand signals mean, and I swear that some of the guys using them don't either. This is the great thing about it. But yeah, this is a class with only one uh, non-novice in the class. Charlie Knight, the 43, is not classified as a rookie. Everybody else is. But again, you know, you have uh, an experience and advantage over me in that you know my super one experience is predominantly the finals, so I know how to race in the final. But I don't really know how to handle myself in a qualifying session. How do you best go about that preparation?
2: Um, I mean, it's like, like I've said, it's a hard thing to uh, to do. Uh, what we tried, what I tried to do myself, was practice it in uh, in, in the practice sessions. You know, take that as a. Imagine this was a qualifying session. How do we go about this? Um, and then, likewise, in in a practice session, let's start from the back and pretend this is a heat, and we've had a bad qualifying session, and try and work our way through the pack. So that's how we ch- we tried to practice it. Of course, you don't get a lot of time. So say you have a 10-minute practice session. Let's use five minutes of it only and treat it as a qualifying session. You know, drop the pressures. Whatever we're going to do to uh, imagine this is a. Uh, qualifying session, so that, that's kind of how we, we went about it, but it's one of those things, some drivers are good at it some drivers aren't so good at it.
1: Well check out the pace of Miles Barthorpe at the moment fastest oh, of all fantastic. in every sector 7 tenths of a second clear of everybody else, that is a country mile by comparison to the rest of the karting industry, Max Edmondson in second Archie Kitching third from Gornal, Littlewood, uh, Brodie Trahorn, Charlie Knight, uh, then it is Jack Finch from Cuss, Wazin, Puleo, Hughes, Hamera and Murphy, but Barthorpe Seven tenths clear. That is astonishing setup work.
2: Looks so, like Miles Barthorpe is just following Max Edmondson at the moment. Really benefiting from uh, following uh, Edmondson as we come down start, finish straight, the start-finish straight with Cole's Racing as well. So with a very experienced team, with a, a British Championship-winning team, as uh, they go through the first couple of corners, and that's working for them at the moment. Max Edmondson has uh, improved on times there. Likewise, uh, Sam Gornell. But uh, still half a second behind. But uh, Miles Barthorpe thought that uh, strategy in following Max Edmondson really working for him at the moment.
1: They're the only two drivers to duck under 22 seconds. They now swap positions on the road. And uh, that oh. is obviously going to now work benefit the other in the same way.
2: Is it? Because well, this is the last one. Oh, yeah, lap, they're running out so of time, so I'm not sure yeah. it's going to
1: work out for them. But interesting that those are the only two who have really got under 22 seconds. I stand corrected. Gornal's at that sort of pace now as well. 21.99. Personal best for him. And Charlie Knight's just popped up with a 21.94. Fastest of all in the first sector. Could if he can string well. this together, he
2: could go top. Yeah, it could go well at the end. Got about half a lap to... Uh try and do that where is uh, Marcus Littlewood oh well to be fair Marcus fifth place that's pretty good considering what happened to him at the start yep. of the session his session is done here South we Leopard go across trail. the line though Bartholpe ahead of Edmondson half a second it remains gone up to second though Gornal
1: splits them, so Gornal on a 62-65 six uh, gets there into second position, Kitching is going to remain in fourth, is he? Well, he is on a personal best in the second split, can he go higher, can he push into the top three, comes across the line now, not quite, no, his final sector was the best he's done, but not quite good enough to displace the three in front, so it's Barthorpe from Gornal, Edmondson, Kitching, Treyhorn and Littlewood remain sixth in the end, uh, Charlie Knight in seventh place, fastest of all in the first sector though, but Miles Barthorpe is just so strong in that second sector, as is Gornell. That's where they made up all of those all that time. Edmondson, likewise, actually. Uh, Alexander Hughes is eighth from Ellis Puleo, Sean Cast, Jack Finch, Callum Voisin, uh, Machi Hamera, and Jed Murphy. So there's your grid. Three seconds covering them all, and uh, not
2: bad going from the start of the season. I mean, in many matches, you shouldn't find someone that much quicker than the rest of the field. So that's going to worry the likes of Sam Gornell and Max Edmondson. But uh, to be fair, once Miles Barthorpe had caught Max Edmondson. And took him a while to actually go past and then uh, try and extend the gap. So uh, I think we're going to see a closer race than the times are suggesting at the moment. But uh, you've got to give credit to Miles barfield played his tactics perfectly. Uh, half a second clear of everyone. Perfect start to the season.
1: And there's a hundredth of a second between Kitching, Trehon, and Littlewood. How on earth do you separate them going into the race? Yeah, That's a
2: hundredth of a second between all three of them. And uh, yeah, and obviously Little- Littlewood. Quickest in one of the practice sessions earlier. Uh, Charlie Knight showed really good pace there uh, towards the end of the session. uh, Seventh place overall. I think this is what we'd expected to see. A lot of inexperience in this class in terms of Super 1. So uh, although we have a very spread out field, just over three seconds between the whole field, I think that will really close up as we move into the racing. So uh, one more qualifying session to go then, and that is the uh,
1: final class. ...for qualifying Junior Rotax... ...and it's been a very interesting build-up to this one... ...plenty of talented racers in the Junior Rotax class... ...of course, as there always has been... ...we've seen many drivers come out of Junior Rotax... ...and go on to massive things... ...and this year should be no exception... ...we've got three of the seeded drivers from last year... ...who will be big news over the course of the season... ...Finley Bunce, Guy Cunnington, James Lowther... ...those three will really be the ones pushing... ...but there are a few drivers outside of that seeded bunch... ...who could be worth a watch as well... ...Declan Lee for Project One Racing... Very talented youngster. Alex Bentley, always very strong. The privateer from Southampton. I've got a little bit of an eye on Matty Hingley. His progress moving up to Junior Rotax has been astonishing he's been cleaning up at the Manchester and Buxton Karting Club up at Three Sisters in Wigan and uh, that kid's got something and it's uh, a chip off the old block as well because his older brother Ben Hingley of course was a runner-up in Super 1 to Guan Yuzhou five years ago and Ben Hingley is now in European
2: F3 yeah FIA F3 yeah of course as you said that Bunce, Cunnington, Lauda, Matthew Collins the Scottish champion is here Ben Burgess uh, very quick driver there in the number 13. So then we've got Tom Adams who took victories in Minimax uh, last year. So definitely one to watch there. Uh, Cameron Thompson in the 26. Uh, who else have we got Alex Eads of course was a very yes. quick racer in the Honda Cadet class did some OK Junior stuff last year uh, in the uh, now in the 61 they racing in Junior Max I think it was Mini Max as well yep. last year Alex Eads Oakley Pryor from the Clay Pigeon Kart Club has had a very good winter season definitely will be strong so uh, watch out for Oakley Pryor the uh, Clay Pigeon circuit has been sending some very talented drivers to uh, Super 1 There's two, uh, there's two other. N- there's two other
1: names I've really got an eye on and that is uh, Cloud as yeah. in particular he'll be a strong 1 to 77 and Kai
2: Hunter Kai Hunter yeah, yeah.
1: you took the words out of my mouth Kai Hunter he's going to be a very very strong competitor to, for the I've championship got to say Kai
2: Hunter came out to uh, I think it was, it was the was and l karting series and was absolutely fantastic in the Junior Rotax class although he was racing uh, in the UK in Minimax and was taking podiums all of last season abroad, he was racing Junior Max on a regular basis, so he's not coming into this uh, championship inexperienced in this class. He is experienced in this class. He's beaten some of the best European drivers in this class, so uh, don't expect for him to take some time to get up to speed. Uh, but, as uh, we have been doing throughout all of the qualifying sessions, let's c- turn to practice, and there we go. Uh, Guy Cunnington Oakley Pryor, Matty Henley I've got to yeah. say, good, good stuff there, because I... I I had no idea that he was yeah. brother Hinge- to Ben Hingley. He's,
1: yeah. uh, he's been keeping himself rather quiet on the club scene for the last two or three years, Matty Hingley. But uh, there are some people even suggesting that he's faster than Ben well, at the same age. That's similar
2: to what Ben did from what I remember. Yeah. He, he kept himself quiet at Wigan for a bit and then... Moved up. Popped up in Super 1 in 2012. Yeah. Boom, podiums and victories. Yeah, I think he was... Did he win it or was he vice-champion? He, he was vice-champion yeah. in 2013
1: to Guan Yu Zhou, who, of course, yeah. also races in European F3. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, there we go. They've uh, moved up pretty well, haven't they? Yep. Uh, Super <laughs> 1 providing uh, you know, producing loads of talent. Of course, we Lando Norris, one of them, who was pole in... Have two yesterday. Indeed.
1: you weren't here yesterday when I ran through my list of incredible uh, Super One alumni. I'm going to show right. you that list later because it is astonishing.
2: Oh, interesting to see uh, going that going through actually. the
1: w- the champions who have made it I into mean,
2: and, and how many have we got at Browns Hatch this weekend? For uh, there's BTCC? at least five. There's at least five. Because we've got Abbey Pulling well, is there?
1: Yes. There's Ashley mm. Sutton, of course, ten years ago a champion, and yes. he's now the British Touring Car champion. Yeah. Lucas Orick, three times a Rotax Cup. Yeah. Uh, he's Clio Cup now. Rotax yeah. Max One Seven Seven champion. Uh, who else did we have I've got we, a might as well, we might as well
2: get it up yeah we've got to mess it in well Enam
1: Ahmed of course BRDC F3 champion yeah. last year now in the European
2: series Jonathan Hoggard was quickest in one of the practice sessions yesterday there you go in British Jack, Jack McCarthy
1: junior and senior X30 champion and then go went straight on into. Uh, sorry Rotax champion wasn't he my apologies was I right X30 Junior uh, I'm was trying to think sorry? Jack McCarthy Junior and oh, Senior Oh Jack X30. McCarthy Was Junior Rotax Junior yeah. Rotax There yeah. go uh, But he was champion In Junior and Senior And now of course He's racing in the Clio Cup
2: Phil uh, Hansen Yeah Phil
1: Hansen He was a
2: First ever Junior X30 champion and you missed him. Phil yeah. Hansen
1: He barely even uh, Propped up on the radar But he was straight in As the he, uh, champion And now he's Teammates with Lando Norris and Fernando Alonso in America in well, sports cars. You remember
2: he won it in quite dr- dramatic fashion here at PF International, he did. that junior X30 title. I lost
1: my voice in that race. You're uh, absolutely right. Yeah, uh, not
2: for the first time. <laughs>
1: yeah, true. Uh, Sandy Mitchell, he was a champion and has gone on to uh, British GT success. So Sandy Mitchell's done yeah. very well. Kian Jewis, of course, double cadet champion. Yes. Now he's one of the top drivers in Geneta
2: Juniors. And he was quickest in the first practice session at well, Brands yesterday. And Oliver
1: York, of course, who went on to win races yeah. in British F4 last year. But this is only in recent times with talking about as well. Dean McDonald, double champion, now in uh, GTs on the Europeans. uh, uh,
2: Yes, he's racing with Stellar Motorsport, isn't he? he? Uh,
1: Then we have uh, Ben Barnacote, of course, who's uh, in and out of McLaren GTs. And he's here this weekend, actually, uh, around the paddock. Yes, you want to go say hi to him Mm -hmm. at some point. Uh, And then we've also got uh, Jahan Dadawala, He was the uh, Force India Academy driver who went on to win the KF1, uh, no, sorry, KF2 championship. And uh, he's now racing in European Formula Three. Interestingly, his two teammates in that 2013 campaign in Super One, uh, they are still in the international competition as well. Tarun Reddy is uh, racing single seaters. I'm not yes. sure whereabouts he is at the moment. But Arjun Mayani, uh, he's in Formula Two. Formula right Formula Two, yes. And uh, people saying he's going to be the next Indian I F1 mean, driver.
2: He was quickest in practice, but I don't think he well, had the best of qualifying sessions.
1: And uh, Arjun, you know, one of the friendliest faces I ever saw in Super One in his early days. Uh, I can still remember he was about yay high to a grasshopper. (laughs) and uh, still doing an amazing job on the international competition. But even if you look a little bit further back, we've got uh, Jamie Caroline and Billy Munger were champions in succession of each other. Jamie Caroline, now a British F4 champion. Billy Munger, first podium in BRDC F3 last week on his debut with... False legs. I mean, how yeah. amazing is that story? And
2: Jamie obviously is racing over in the States, isn't he? I mean, I yes, know he, he didn't have a seat for a while and then managed to get some money together. And to then you that. also
1: look at uh, 2009 and 2010 George, George Russell. Russell, who mm. is now a Mercedes AMG F1 reserve. How amazing is that? Right from
2: Super One yeah. to there. I mean, we could go on all day, but here we go. We've got junior Otax drivers entering the track. For the first time in an official capacity. Oh, and we've almost. Well, that could be the first corner of a final going in towards Town yeah, 1. That really there. could. Yeah, it? let's, let's uh, be careful, guys. But uh, <laughs> I think very sensible of someone like Finley Bunce to get out of the pits very, very quickly. And I tell you what, is this going to be Finley Bunce's year? Because, in my opinion, Finley Bunce is a very quick driver but he just hasn't had that break yet where he you know should be really fighting for a title he's f- oh we've got a spin sorry a spin on the way down to the first hairpin
1: i think that is the oh, oh, i'm dear. not sure who this was that jack steadman who went around to the, well to
2: be honest the barriers are blocking our view of the number but we'll see whichever one
1: doesn't come through oh it might be bailey voisin oh, yeah right. bailey voisin hasn't come through so, uh, Bailey in the attack oh, well. sport driver, has not come across the line for the end of the uh,
2: second uh, split. Well, no, we will see, actually. That's everyone through the first split. We'll see who doesn't come oh, through okay, the second Okay, so, split.
1: yeah, we've got one who's Oh, not. Well, here we go. I 52. think it's Tiernan Rourke, actually. That is Tiernan Rourke, yes. So Tiernan Rourke has uh, not come through, uh, having spun on the second split. Now we're getting our first flying laps underway, and you're absolutely right. That that could be that two of the final on sunday so that's a uh, really exciting stuff as they fly through the circuit uh f- for the record first blood is cameron thompson although it is not a competitive time of course because they uh, build up the speed in the first sector a lot of drivers not going for it on this first lap they're trying to drop back into position on the road uh, in order to get themselves the best possible track position so the fastest laps then from a few competitors are not going to come until about two minutes time or so as uh, Mr. picks positions himself very nicely in front of our position. Always uh, good to see him once again. As uh, the driver's continuing to uh, float around the circuit. A few of them have actually gone off again. Look at that. There's another off at exactly the same place. And that is the 18 that's gone around this time. So that, uh, the 18 cart. I'm just trying to double check because it's obviously the first round of the championship. It's Owen Johnson. So Owen Johnson spinning on the way down to the first airpin on his first flying lap. And if we could three wide into the first corner, this is not meant to be qualifying, clearly. For a few drivers, they are going to go for a little bit more of a broke. Uh, Kai Hunter, though, straight away, we predicted it. And, uh, Chris, you're absolutely right. Straight in there. Boom. Fastest lap. 59.60. Five hundredths of a second quicker than Pryor. Only another hundredth of a second quicker than Sam Harrison. Then Matthew Collings is in there. Burgess, Thompson, Coyker, Jenkins, Tater Truman, and Anchi Stenning is there in 10th position. Now, I do get what you're saying there about Finny Buds because you were talking about it a moment ago. And I was just going to respond before we had that spin yeah. from uh, the 52 of Tien and Rort. But Finley Bucks, you're absolutely right. He is one of the most smooth and consistent drivers I've seen at this level. He's really, really good at stringing good lap times together. What yeah. he doesn't seem to have been able to prove so far is the killer instinct, that do-or-die manoeuvre. That's what he needs to deliver if he wants to go for the championship.
2: Yeah, and I think he often isn't his fault, really. I think he's just a bit unlucky most of the time. But, uh, look, he's racing with KR Sport, arguably you know one of the best teams on the grid uh, in this class, in the tax classes. And uh, I think... Could this be his year? He's coming in as the top, uh, top seed. So uh, he's carrying that pressure on his shoulders, and that might just bring out of him that killer instinct that you're on about. As uh, There he goes, up the inside, going in towards hairpin one, clearly wanting to lead the charge. Fourth in the queue at the moment. Then we've got uh, Cameron Thompson. Ben Burgess is just being passed by uh, Oakley Pryor there fifth in queue is Kai Hunter then it's Guy Cunnington Klaus Koyker then a gap back to Alex Eads but uh, well in terms of the times that's how they run on track in terms of times it's Cunnington, Pryor Hunter, Bunce, Eads, Adams, Burgess Collings, Harrison and uh, Harrison Collings the field very spun out at the moment but only three laps completed Jake and uh, we've seen green sectors all the way down the order here and some purple sectors in the hands of James Lowther and Guy Cunnington
1: so Lowther will want to move himself up into the top 10. He's done that. He's gone fastest. Boom. 58 4 That was a fast one. Fastest of all in the first and third sectors. So that uh, first flying lap, he obviously dropped back into a good position on the road. Wanted to get a little bit more speed built up. Lowther now in front of Cunnington, Pryor, Tom Adams in fourth place. Then it's Eads, Hunter, Hingley. Bunce, Sturgis, and Stedman with Harrison and Matthew Collings next. Then it's Owen Johnson, Sam Harrison, Taylan Babs, Klaus Koyka, Cameron Thompson, Hugh Lawrenson, Josh Powell, Ben Kaysley, Harvey Edmondson, Anchi Stenning, uh, Declan Lee from Alex Bentley, James watson and Rourke, Connor Merrifield, Ryan Taylor-Truman, Will Jenkins, Reuben Brown, Harry Newman-Oakley, and Bailey Brasin. 32 drivers covered by 2.36.
2: Well, there we go. Very close at the front, isn't it? James Lowther doing a very good time there. Of course, he'll be uh, trying to go for the championship. Guy Cunnington second. Oakley Pryor is third. Adams Eads. Here we go, then, to start the last lap as uh, across the line leading the charge is Finley Bunce. And Jack Stedman going into the top ten there. Goes to eighth place. James Watson is up to 24th place. A lot of drivers uh, not going quicker on that lap. Oh, Harry Newman-Oakley, big improvement. Goes up to 18th place. Does uh, Newman-Oakley believe he is uh, just up from uh, Minimax this season as uh, the top five make their way down towards the second hairpin? Are we going to get any improvements? Yeah, we're not seeing any improvements from any of the top five. Stedman's really. going quick, though. Burgess yes. is improving on his best, so there could be a few drivers but, trying to creep up. i tell you what, Stedman's in a great position. He's uh, just following the number 14, I think it is, or the 44 of Samuel Harrison, maybe. Yeah, I I, think I, Actually, no, it's the 14 of Matty Hingley. I following. think he could
1: break in here, because that's a good yes. second sector as well. So I think Stedman could break the top six here.
2: Likewise, Ben Burgess, yep, Burgess going very quick.
1: Burgess going well, so the chequered flag coming out. We're going to see some changes in the top ten, I think. Yes, yes Burgess is seventh. Thompson up to eighth. Uh, Tom up to ninth place, sorry. We're still waiting for a couple more to come through, but Lowther is the fastest of all. Lowther on a 58 4 from Cunnington. Oakley Pryor, Tom Adams, Alex Eads, Kai Hunter. Up to 14th comes Anshi Stenning. So Stenning for Coles Racing has come up into 14th place. Good work from Anshi. Uh, then we have... Uh, just behind uh, Hingley in 8th place we have Thomson, Stedman, Bunce, Harrison and Matthew Collings, Angie Stenning, Owen Johnson then Harrison, Babs, Koiker, Kaysley Newman Oakley rounds out 20th in the end and he is the only other driver within a second of first position 20 carts, less than a second and the entire grid now Chris covered by 1.64 that's 32
2: drivers in junior Rotax. Wow! Well, well this is going to be a brilliant class to watch this season but James Lowther it is who jewels first blood and he and Guy Cunnington got an edge over the rest of the field for certain there. Oakley Pryor just uh, had an off on the penultimate lap coming off the bridge um, there. And that seemed to just set him back slightly. Made a couple of mistakes on that last lap as well, particularly through the second hairpin. So I think there's more time in Oakley Pryor. Tom Adams will be pleased with fourth place having jumped into the class this year. Alex Eads, fifth. Guy Hunter, sixth. Ben Burgess, seventh. Matty Hingley, eighth. Cameron Thompson, ninth. Jack Stedman, tenth. Now, disappointed drivers, well, amongst those Finlay Bunts, definitely down in eighth place. Uh, Matthew Collins, perhaps, in 13th place, would have hoped to have been a bit higher. Klaas Koyker got involved with a battle uh, with Guy Cunnington towards the end of that session and is 18th place. So, the one to watch, uh, I think it's fair to say, those drivers i think jake the ones that will be uh, disappointed with that but with a grid that competitive you're always going to get drivers out of position
1: and i think we're going to see quite a few drivers working their way through the field as the early races progress so qualifying is over for the weekend folks it's racing all the way from now on and there are 45 of them over the course of the weekend to come 23 of them today racing will kick start here at 12:15. we'll be going back onto to uh, downforce radios airwaves uh, just a short time before that but we'll take a quick breather for sandwiches and a quick sip of water and we'll come back here at the pf international circuit and the trent valley karting club here for the first round of the super one series uh, courtesy of uh, cato motorsport on downforce uk and myself and chris mccarthy we'll be back in just a short while
0: hi i'm tom ingram and you're listening to downforce radio hi i'm jack villeneuve you're listening to downforce radio hi i'm bruno senna you're listening to downforce radio hi i'm chris hoy and you're listening to downforce radio
2: hi i'm landon Norris, and you're listening to downforce radio